The following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you're under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. (laughs) Interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. (laughs) Sex. Oh, that's in the... This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD and I'm here with my... A bonita señora, <laughs> Carmen, está muy caliente. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Or a sh- hola. hola. <laughs> we are back from Mexico in Playa del Carmen. They named it after you. Right. Just, you know, a couple hundred years before you were born, <laughs> but they still named it after you. I feel pretty <laughs> Oh, guys, it was a fantastic trip, and it is so not good to be back. <laughs> we came home to snow. It's cold. Freaking cold and snow. What the hell? Right. Mm. But good to be home. Yes, absolutely. Our kitty kitty missed us. Home and back to work and back to real life. It's it's always a, a downer after a vacation like that, but I was it's off all right. Yesterday. It ju- that just gets us going, looking forward to the next one. Right. So... And we're already in the planning stages of that. So, Yay. well, let's uh, let's do a little recap because this is going to take a while. This was a long trip for us, the longest one we've ever taken. Actually, we were down there eight nights, nine days. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. So we made the decision to go down early and stay at a, a vanilla resort, a regular run of the mill resort. It was adults only, but it was pretty mild. <laughs> To say the least. Um, And the reason we did that was Carmen needs her beach time. She loves, loves the beach. And the second resort we were going to, we could get to the beach, but the resort itself, it's a 30-room hotel that sits on a cliff overlooking the ocean. Um, Right out front, there's an infinity pool and then a drop-off down to the ocean. <laughs> so there's really nowhere to swim in the ocean unless you go to one of the neighboring resorts over there. So we went down a little early. We said, all right, we're going to find us ourselves a nice beach hotel uh, that we can hang out on the beach, and, and Carmen can get her beach time for a few days before we go to this other one. Uh, but do we want to mention how it went the night before our trip? We can, absolutely. <laughs> so we always go into Chicago early because it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive for us to get to the airport. We hate doing that. It's four, sometimes three in the morning, If you know, depending on what time your flight leaves. If your flight leaves at 7 a.m., it's an international flight, which means you got to get to the airport at least two hours in advance, which means you got to get there at five, which means we got to leave at three. <laughs> which, if you have any kind of traffic and to park, and it's expensive to park in an airport, we just do a park sleep fly. Yep, we discovered this little wonderful thing called park sleep fly where you rent a hotel room the night before at the airport. You can leave your vehicle there all week long, and it's like a third of the cost to park at the airport. Right. (laughs) So it works out really well. So we went into Chicago Friday night. It was not a super early, early flight the next morning. So we had, you know, we didn't have to go to bed at like five o'clock so we could be up at 
three. Yeah, I think we got up at five, right? Normal time. No, I got up at four. Well, you, you're just weird. I think I got up at five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we went into Chicago and did our normal park sleep fly. However, the last time we were there, everything was shut down because of COVID. Um, everything was closed, all the restaurants, all the bars, not the case this time. (laughs) So we went downstairs, grabbed ourselves a little dinner at the little bar there and found out that the bartender that was working makes a damn good old fashioned, (laughs) really freaking good. (laughs) So Carmen ordered one of those with dinner. I had a beer, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I tasted hers. I'm like, oh, shit. Because you don't expect that in Illinois all the time. They're great in Wisconsin, but usually in Wisconsin, they make them with brandy. This guy was making them with bourbon. Big he difference. Was, he was making them with bourbon. They weren't too sweet. Mm-hmm. They were just perfect. He did a good job. So we ordered a couple more. Took them to our room. No, I think we sat there and drank those. Okay, Whatever. Then we ordered a couple more and took them upstairs. Then we came back downstairs. And ordered You're like a couple more. Let's go down. Let's go down and get another one. Well, we were having such a great. It was one of those great times where we're just sitting in the hotel room. It's just us. We didn't I, even turn the TV. TV on. wasn't on. Nothing was on. We were just having one of those great conversations that we do sometimes. And you're like, let's go get another. Let's one. Let's keep this going. Yeah, we want to keep going. <laughs> we go downstairs and he goes. I'm getting two. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not walking down here again because I know I'm going to want another one after this. So we got four. (laughs) (laughs) And took him back up to the room. Yeah. So um, then you're like, let's go get another one. (laughs) No, I think that was the end because isn't that when I spilled your one? You spilled my one and we did go down. Did we go down again? We did. Okay. So we went back down and got more. We had guys. Now for me, not a big deal. I'm a bigger guy. Got got some bulk on me so I can absorb some of that. For little bitty Carmen. <laughs> it, it was not a, a good situation, guys. <laughs> Carmen got hammered. And Carmen doesn't get hammered. It was funny. Oh, but. my goodness. So we go down and we get our next one. And I should not have had that one. I will admit it. Right. I don't remember going to bed. Yeah. Which, I, I mean, you were sitting on the bed talking, but you don't remember actually climbing under the sheets and going to bed. No. You did. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I don't remember plugging in my phone. Apparently, I did. Did you? Or did I plug it in? I have I no idea. Have. I have no think. idea. But people, I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning going don't puke, don't puke, don't puke, don't puke. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, the, the the pep talk did not work. It did not. <laughs> Had to go find the porcelain god for a minute. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, trying to get ready and when then, you're... Sev- and there's, there's nothing open. There like, was literally no food in the entire hotel. It's a nicer... There's no hotel. vending machines. So there's yeah, there's no vending machines. They re- they have a little um, cantina downstairs where you can buy snacks and stuff, but they don't open until six or seven. I can't remember which, but it was going to be after we already left. I had not packed any like protein snacks, nothing like that. I had to take. Um, at one point, I take our overnight bag back out to the truck because we don't want to drag that along to Mexico. Why would we? 
And I'm digging through the truck thinking, okay, maybe we stash some snacks in here somewhere. Looking in every glove box, you know, it's it's a truck that's got like 27 glove boxes. So I'm pulling up seats. I'm pulling up every compartment I can think of. And there is not a stitch of food in the entire truck other than a pack of gum. (laughs) So I brought that back and said, here, at least get your blood sugar up a little bit and eat some gum. I'm usually pretty good about stashing food. Um, So I finally make it. (laughs) We get to the airport. And I'm like, okay, McDonald's. You know, I, I'm trying to stand through security going, please don't kick me out. Yeah, you got And that's the problem. You got to wait in line. You got to get in inside security before you can even get food at, at O'Hare. So <laughs> yeah, it was a long time before you were able to actually sit down and get some food. It was. And so finally we, we ate. Um, and I was starting to pick up. I was perking up. I had done some Pepto just to make sure that, you know, acids in your stomach don't like get all wonky and whatever. Yep. Um, Thought I was doing pretty good, and the takeoff was a little rough. It was a little bouncy. It was bouncy, and I get motion sickness anyways. Yeah. So we found out that the airplane little bags in the back of the seat, they actually work really well. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was okay for the rest of the flight. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't bothered after, once you got that last one out of your system, I guess. Yeah, they gave me some, they had given us crackers, and I had a Sprite, which I think helped with the blood sugar. Yep. Um, I do get wonky blood sugar. So, um, it was, that was interesting. Yeah. The flight there, the, the down, I'm like, don't do it again. Don't do it again. Don't do it again. We had, we had, (laughs) I didn't have a bag in my seat. They didn't have one. Hadn't put one in there. They put, you used the one that was in your seat. Uh, So I actually, before the person next to me sat down, I snagged theirs. (laughs) So. As we're in the descent now, getting ready to land, I think we ended up borrowing one from two rows over or something well, after <laughs> just to be the, safe. Yeah, <laughs> after that had happened on takeoff, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Like, is am I just done or is it just going to still suck? <laughs> it was fine, but, it some, was. you know, they handed me theirs yeah. next to it. I'm like, I'm Thank so you. sorry, guys. <laughs> so they were pretty cool people. So we land in Mexico, and it was a pretty uneventful flight. It was it was pretty safe, and it didn't bounce around too much going down. Um, we got a we had a first when we actually landed, and we did. Yeah, we've never gotten off using oh yeah the the runway steps. Yeah, no jetway this time. We had to actually get down, climb down the steps, and get on a bus and get transferred to another terminal. I've I've never had that happen before. So and getting through security in Mexico was super fast. It was a breeze this time. We walked right through customs. We did. Yeah, I didn't even take five minutes, I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> um, we did have all of our documentation ready, pre-printed off, you know, yeah. super fast and easy. Just worked out well this time. Yeah. So, so we get down to the airport and got out, and I grabbed a beer once we got outside, and <laughs> you grabbed, I, you made me buy you a bag of chips because you still were starving. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so hungry. I had two crackers in my belly right? since, you know, the night yeah. before. I'm like, I need some food. So we got some uh, some chips and some beers and hopped in our transport <laughs> and headed to the uh, the first resort. So, um, Guys, if you ever use um, want transport, I, I think we've mentioned it before. Yeah. All the way, go USA Transport. Anytime you're in Mexico, use them. They oh, my are. gosh. They're amazing. They take you wherever you got to go. Their app is super easy. I booked it right on the app. They're cheap, too. They're and not cheap. expensive. Yeah. yeah. For private transport 
to and from the airport total was 80 bucks. Yeah. And we, we went a ways out this time. And we did. We uh, I think it was uh, about a 40, 45 minute drive to get to the first resort. Cause yeah. The airport is, is quite a ways north of Playa del Carmen. So we had to, to hike it for a while. All right, so the first resort, the Vanilla Resort. I don't know. What do you want to say about it? <laughs> um, it was a resort. It was. The I beach had, was nice. I requested um, Ocean View. We got upgraded to a romance suite. Oh, they're like, we're checking it. Oh, this is your lucky day. We're going to upgrade you to this fantastic suite. It was the furthest building away from the ocean. It was literally a 10 to 12 minute walk to get to the ocean from our room. <laughs> I am not kidding it. You had to cross the entire resort, the entire pool area. It was. It took forever to get down to the beach. I'm like, all right, well, it's three nights, whatever. Um, yeah. We had upgraded to the premiere. Yes. Um, you know, we and, and that was one thing we had told you guys. We were super excited. You, this is our first time ever having a butler service yeah we had our own butler we had this you know these these restaurants that were just for premier members this was this was fancy schmancy how'd that work out it didn't we never met our butler never in three days did we see this person when you tried to call using the the button on the phone that was for the butler it was busy the one restaurant on the property that was for privileged members only was never open. No. I don't think we, we didn't eat there no, once. That, no, that one was not privilege only. I thought that one was. No. The the one that we ate at the first night that was outside where I met my kitty friend. Yeah, that's not privilege that only. That was the privilege. It was, no, that's, that's the Italian restaurant. Everybody can go in there. But we had privilege reservations, whatever oh, the hell that means. I'm but, sorry. Yeah. So the other one, I believe, is the privilege. And it was never open. Oh, that open. one was never open. The one restaurant I wanted to go to... Um, that I was really looking forward to. Not open. The, they were yeah, open there was one ja- night. The Japanese night we- restaurant. We got there that first night and we we tried to get reservations and no, no, you can't. So, okay, we'll, we'll do them one of the other nights. And for the rest of our trip down there, they were not open. <laughs> they were open that first night and that was it. We're like, all right, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it was still okay. It was fine. Yeah. Um, at that, that resort, not too thrilled with the the service at the pool or the beach when you guys when you're when you're so used to having desire level service you have desire level service you get spoiled you get very very spoiled like they had we had to go get our own drinks at a beach yeah i think we saw a waiter one time the whole weekend there was one day that they had a waiter out there that that made a couple of passes but never never again so, yeah. you know, I hate to bitch about it because we're not that kind of people like we're we're demanding. But when I'm paying that kind of money at a resort in Mexico, yeah, I I do expect to have somebody bring me. A drink. And we had our own section of the beach too that was a privilege. part of this privilege package. You would think in that at least in that section they would have a waiter, but and they they did not. They did not. <laughs> so so I guess it probably kept us from drinking too much. <laughs> well. Yeah. There was one night that I didn't keep me from drinking. You got a little tipsy. Um, so, I don't know. The first few Met days some we, cool people. were there. Yeah, it was great. We The weird thing is about that type of resort, and I thought it would be different because it's adults only and stuff, but people are not friendly. 
They're not. And we're so used to to the lifestyle where I don't care where you're at. I don't care if you're at Desire. I don't care if you're at a hotel takeover. I don't care if you're at a bar. You walk up and say hi to somebody, and they start a conversation. They say hi back and acknowledge you. At this place, you can walk down the sidewalk, and people will not make eye contact. If you say hi, they will look away. It's like they're afraid to talk to other humans. Or, like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, Like, you have two heads. No. Really. I'm just being friendly. It was really weird. And and we hadn't been at a a resort like this in, what, 15, 16 years, something like that? And it was... Back then, it was different because you were there. For, we were there for a work thing. Yeah, so we knew a lot of the people at the resort already. Yeah, but yeah, ah, it's just weird. So um, yes, but as Carmen said, we did make some friends. We were standing out on the beach one day, and she, our last day, <laughs> she's walking into the ocean. Our last night. Yeah, yeah. So she's walking into the ocean. We're walking in, and it's a little chilly. the The water was, you know, it took you a minute to get used to. So it gets up to her hoo ha. And I think she said probably loud enough for the entire beach to hear. <laughs> oh, that sucks your balls right up into you. No, it <laughs> sucked, something it like sucked that. up my lady nuts or something <laughs> like that. So there was a group of guys and, and girls standing near us and they just started laughing and, and making fun and saying, oh, you have nuts. And, you know, it was it was kind of a thing. Didn't think much of it. We went back and sat in our beach chairs. And so the guy that was in that group, um, Wearing pink flamingo shorts. Right. Now, that's a hit and miss one. You never know because the flamingo is... Some people say it's a it's a swinger sign. Some people say it's not. It's just kind of... You can't bank on that one. So, you mentioned his shorts, I think, and said, oh, those look really cool. And he had a matching shirt and everything. It was <laughs> funny. So, they're walking by us as they're getting ready to leave. And you mentioned, hey, I, I really like those. You know, where'd you get your, your shorts? My husband needs those. Or something to that effect. Something like that. So I struck up a conversation. And we start talking. And he notices my swim trunks. <laughs> and he kind of goes, you know, you really got to be careful about wearing pineapples, you know. I'm like, really? <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's a sign. And he says, you got to be careful. I think you said, Carmen says, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of sparked up a conversation like, oh, <laughs> Um, so they were traveling with another couple and the other couple, he, he jokes about being a swinger a lot, I guess. But when, if it ever really came down to it, he would probably not. But, right. So yeah, we got into a great conversation with them and we all left and went up to the pool to hang out. Um, hung out there for quite a while. Carmen got into a soccer ball kicking contest, which did fantastic at. That I did. Interesting. Yeah. And as the, I got shafted. Yeah, you should have won. There was a tiebreaker, whatever, mm-hmm. for the whole kickoff thing. Yeah. Had to do a sexy dance. Yeah, you did all right. <laughs> I think you were probably a little too sexy for that resort. That's probably why I lost. You got disqualified. <laughs> um, I didn't know you could show your butt. The guy, yeah, the guy, the guy took took pulled down. his, he, he didn't take him off. Well, he, he just pulled mo- down he and showed the his crowd. butt crack. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought I'd go to Mexican jail. Right. So, anyway, the contest uh, goes on. We hang out a little more. The sun starts going down a little bit. It's still right up, but we the pool starts clearing out. We go over to the other side where there's a group of people hanging out, and our new friends are over there as well. 
And they're like, hey, look at this girl's cup. Sure enough, she's got a cup with an upside-down pineapple on it. (laughs) Like, how about that? (laughs) So I jumped out and kind of hung over the edge of the pool and said, look at my shorts. (laughs) Because I have my pineapples on. So we met a whole group of swingers and we're like, you guys, why did we not meet you? On our first night. On our first (laughs) night when everybody was being so rude. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, we had a, another great conversation, hanging out and partied with them for quite a while, and it was a lot of fun. It was. And then we hung out with, after dinner, um, we went up to the the entertainment, um, and the other, the first couple with the flamingo shorts, we actually hung out with them yeah, and had, talked to them for Hung out with them most of the night. Quite a while. It was fun. Yep. Had a great time and did a little dancing, did a little drinking, did a lot of drinking. <laughs> And I mean, that was kind of it. It didn't progress anywhere, no. but we had fun. So yeah, that was our last night at the uh, the Vanilla Resort. So the next day we get up and pack our bags and head across town. Yeah. So the the other resort, when we get there, um, it was still vanilla until 2 p.m. because they had others that were checking out. So you couldn't, you couldn't be topless or yeah. anything like that. And we had to check out of our other resort by I think 11. 11. So yeah. we had we we showed up early. I mean, we had to. Yeah. We, we could have wasted time, but why not? Why bother? We'll just go to the other resort and hang out. Yeah. Which we did. Um obviously our room wasn't ready, so we just dropped our bags, changed our clothes and headed out to the pool. Talked to and there we just started meeting people. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of couples that had come in the day before that were already there. Um, some of which uh, we had talked to online a little bit. Um, so we got to meet them in person, which was cool. And then, I don't know, people just kind of slowly started up showing up. But even at 2 o'clock when supposedly you know nudity time started, there wasn't a whole lot of people there yet. No. It was still pretty early in the day, so a lot of people hadn't, hadn't shown up yet. Because a lot of folks were flying in that day. Um, and even some, some now friends of ours... They weren't before, but now they are. Um, they had gotten delayed and pushed back. And, and they didn't get there until like 8, 39 o'clock. Yeah, flights got canceled. And, of course, you guys have seen the news with everything that's going on with all the airlines right now canceling flights left and right. So it was uh, it was a little hectic for some of those folks. But Yeah. So the first day was pretty quiet. There but was the, only... the first night was a blast. Yes, the first night was fantastic. Um, that was, uh... oh, my gosh, what was the first night? Mm-hmm. Gold and silver. Ah, gold and silver. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking my beverage. I couldn't answer you right away. Yes, gold and silver. Um, so you, it was fun. There were probably four guys with the same shirt on. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It's like we all shopped at Amazon. I was one of them. So yeah. there was another guy that had the exact same shirt as me. Mine was silver on black and it had you know like a paisley kind of design to it and there's another guy that had the exact same shirt there was another guy that had the exact same shirt except it was gold and then there was another guy that had a gold shirt that was very very close so we all kind of looked very (laughs) like we planned it but it was still fun um yeah first night was amazing great um they did an awesome job with the entertainment at night so because and this was all of the nights um yeah so because richard and lauren had worked at desire for so long they got to know 
the entertainers. Well, and I would imagine that whole circuit, not just Desire, but because we've seen them at other places too. Yeah. You know, they those entertainers make the whole circuit down there. But in, these were in different ones. Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these were different entertainers than what we had seen at um, the the Vanilla Resort or anything like that. Mm. But so they had their contacts and they very thoughtfully planned things out. Oh, I can't. We'll get into this a little more, too, but the, the amount of planning, the amount of preparation, and the amount of work that went into this, I can't even begin to fathom it. It, it was perfect. I, I don't know how they pulled it off, to be honest with you. Right. It was a lot. So, yeah. yes, every night they had entertainers. That first night, I don't remember what uh, the first night was. It was, was, it was sexy, sexy dancers. Dance? Okay. Yeah. There were sexy dancers. Um, and then... During the pool and and it's like we said, it's a tiny resort. Mm -hmm. So they're in the Caribbean. They're they're not going to heat their pool because it's. Why why would you? Right. Like (laughs) at Desire, they're they're catering to naked people and naked people want a heated pool. So they they heat their pool. Well, but even still. And they charge a big fee for their resort and they they have a lot of rooms right to recoup some of that cost so the pool was, it was a little chilly <laughs> it was a lot chilly <laughs> it was a lot chilly it was cold and so the next day they had um they had the dancers in the pool in the pool and oh my gosh guys i was having a little bit of a panic attack watching them because he was flipping her and like having her dive off his shoulders and this is a very shallow pool and i'm like she's gonna crack her head open (laughs) you know i'm like oh my gosh but But you got to remember carmen has these panic attacks no matter what we're watching um the roller skate act is one that comes to mind when they're doing you know we've seen roller skaters doing the flippies and and doing stuff on like a little six foot platform she freaks out when she sees that stuff because she's just so worried somebody's gonna get hurt i am i am but (laughs) it's so it is still awesome still awesome um so the the entertainment every day they had a band or I'm sorry, not a band. They had uh, DJs. Yep, every night and at the pool also. Yeah, at so. the pool and every night. Um, so the amount of work that they put in and even like the spaces that they created for everyone. Normally, they don't have these areas up they, top on the roof. They built an entire nightclub. Yeah. They literally did. They brought in all those trusses and lights and speakers and and they transformed the dining room every night into this nightclub. It was crazy. <laughs> right. But not only that, they also, um, they brought in these large, I would say like four by four pillows. And they created these spaces where there were tables in the middle that would low to, low, low to the ground, kind of coffee table kind of things, but right. super short. Um, and then there were two pillows on each side of this table. And so people could just sit around and, and communicate. Right. And talk. Oh yeah. Um, they built beds up on top of the roof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like I said, I can't fathom the amount of work that went into this. And the rooms were very, very nice. The rooms were incredible. They were, they were gigantic by any means. I mean, we had, uh, we had a living room, we had a bedroom, we had a 
a kitchenette. We had a giant bathroom. Um, right outside the giant bathroom is a 360 enclosed glass shower right next to the bed. It, they were just cool. Yeah, and then we had the seating area that had two couches um, and then a little dinette table with chairs. And then the balcony was just huge. Yeah, we had a giant balcony with two loungers on it and a plunge pool. We weren't getting in the plunge pool. The plunge pool was chilly. <laughs> but, no, that was cold. But uh, yeah, it was big. So yeah, the room was cool. Um, let's talk about theme nights, I guess. We did um, attend every one, of course, except one. We went to bed early that night. But that was the night that everyone else went to catch. Yes. So. Everyone else did a dinner excursion and we're like, no, we're not going to go that, you know, it, it was a seafood restaurant. So you didn't, some people, they're like, yeah, we went on and looked at the menu beforehand and saw that they had beef and whatever. Yeah. Um, we did not do that beforehand. So we just chose not to go to that one. And it actually worked out really well for us because, you know, we've been down there since Saturday and that was on Wednesday, I think, or Tuesday. When, no, it was Thursday. Thursday. Oh, yeah, because it was the same day we went to the snow day. Um, but it was it was time for a break for us. We had been going nonstop since Saturday. That's a long time. And and staying up till 1 o'clock in the morning and then w me waking up at, at five. 5 or 6. <laughs> I was exhausted. Yeah, we needed a little break, and it worked out really well. So theme night-wise, first night was silver and gold. You wore your jingle dress and got lots of compliments. I did. <laughs> Um, and that was cool because that, that dress is really a conversation starter. And we got to meet some really neat people that very first night, which, you know, kicked everything off. As we talked about on previous shows, this, this was a little different experience for us because we're in this hotel with these same 30 couples all week long. Um, so it really gave us an opportunity to get to know some people. And it was neat. Yeah. Um, it was really neat. So then the next night was black night or bondage night. Yep. Um, so I leather skirt, leather crop top, crop top, ish I don't that, know. <laughs> that both the skirt and the, the top laced up. I had my black leather shirt on and little black shorty shorts. Shorty shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the, that was fun. Um, had a great time. You had carried your boa flogger that night, right? And surprisingly, that's the night I didn't flog anybody. I know, I know. <laughs> you, you showed it off a little bit, but I don't think anybody got smacked with it. Nope. There was a lot of interest, but no. But I don't know why. We just didn't didn't go down that road that night, but we went down that road later night, so we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the next night was white night. White night, and that's the one we, we, we dressed in white for, but then we ended up going to bed early. <laughs> we just wore a white dress to dinner. Um, but that day, we had gone to the cenote. The cenote was yes. super cool. Um, we went out, took a, they took a bus for all of us. And guys, it started raining on Tuesday. Yeah, that's the, the one thing that was out of their control. And uh, they kept apologizing for it. We're like, damn it, just control the weather, yeah, guys. Yeah, why, why can't you make it stop raining? <laughs> I mean, it, where's my bubble? It did rain a lot down there. <laughs> it so, did. Um, yeah, we're at the cenote. We are driving to the cenote. We might as well get into this. Um, as we're driving there, it is just a torrential downpour. And, we, you know, you can't hardly see out of the van windows that we're in. It's, it's crazy. And, of course, I don't know if you've ever been in Mexico, if you've ever ridden in Mexico with somebody else driving. 
it can be a little scary at times. A little bit. <laughs> they don't slow down for much. Um, but the, our driver did fine. He got us there. And then, like, as soon as we got there, we ran up into this little um, staging area, I guess it is, where you get your tickets and everything for the cenote. And we were kind of hanging out in there, and, and they had golf carts to shuttle us to the restaurant because we're going to eat first. Golf carts are covered, which is cool because it's raining. But as we're standing there, the rain kind of stopped. Hey, we were meant to go in the water. It let up and, and slowed way down and, and got to basically just a drizzle. So we went and ate our lunch, uh, a fantastic lunch, and got to see some cool um, Mayan-type uh, Day of the Dead masks and skulls and stuff. That was cool. They had a little display at the restaurant. Yep. And then we went over to the snow tank. And I did not jump. I wanted to jump so bad. And just as I'm, like, looking over the edge... The guy's like, well, if you have any back problems, you shouldn't jump. So if you don't know what a cenote is, we got a little history lesson on them. There are no above-ground rivers in this portion of Mexico. Basically, they're all underground. Um, and They're what, natural sinkholes almost. Yeah, and, and I guess Richard was saying that when the, the asteroid that came and killed the dinosaurs, that's where it hit. <laughs> Yeah. It was like in that area. So it created all these sinkholes. And in, in the one we were at, 250 feet deep? Yep, 250 feet deep. Um, and it's a circle. I mean, it really is a circle. And it's about, I would guess, maybe 40, 50 feet in diameter. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it just goes straight down. It's, it's, they're the craziest things. And there, there's a giant cliff that you could jump down. Yeah, all the way around it. You know, so yep. when you're down in this thing, you are standing at the bottom of a hole that's, I don't know. 50, 60 feet tall, probably. Right. Uh, it's it's really neat to see. And it's in the middle of the jungle, too, which, of course, is also cool because you're surrounded by all this this vegetation and wildlife, and it's they're just really neat to see. So we went. Uh, a lot of guys did jump off the top. I did not. A couple Car- of girls did. Carmen did not. A couple of girls jumped off the very top. Yeah. <laughs> they went all out. <laughs> right. So when they said, you know, if you have back problems, don't do it, I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to go to Mexican hospitals. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah. I was sad, but, but I we didn't. Did, and we did uh, We did get in and swim in it, though, just to make sure that we we could have that experience. Yep. Um, and that was cool. Did uh, amazing really things for my hair. Because you can go, you know, around the edge. There's different areas of the rock that you can actually stand up on or kneel on and, and hang out at the cenote. So it's kind of like a little natural shelf in areas. There's some areas where you can't do that, but... The area that we found right off the, the, I don't know, I guess you'd call it a dock, <laughs> a people dock, <laughs> where they have they had built some wooden steps. Yeah, there are the steps going the, down. Into the snow day. But anyway, right off of that, there was this little stone ledge that we kind of hung out on and, and stood there. Yeah. Um, the I, other neat thing that happened when we first got there, a couple of guys jumped off quick and jumped in. And then the, the guide that was with us, he's going, okay, no more jump, no more jump. Well, before, before he had said that, we're like, what are these? bubbles coming up yeah we just kind of thought all right maybe it's a natural phenomena you know is there something down there that's producing these bubbles like dolphins <laughs> yeah or you know is it just air pockets getting released through the earth i don't know well he says no jump no jump scuba divers coming up there were scuba divers down in the bottom of this thing <laughs> we didn't even know we're down there so we had to wait for them to come up slowly so they could decompress mm-hmm and they did, and we got to talk to them a little bit. It was kind of cool. They, they were, stunk. Yeah, they said there's a, 
about, I don't know, 20 feet down or so, there's a layer of sulfur that they had to dive through. And they said it gets really cloudy and you can't see. And it's, it's just a layer. And then once you get through it, it, it brightens back up and you can see again. But it's pure sulfur, and it's soaked into their wetsuits and into their skin, and you could smell it. Well, and they could <laughs> smell it through their masks and yeah, their mouthpieces. Yeah, they they could smell it going down. That uh, was really interesting to see all that. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, going in and out of the cenote was cool. Um, and that night was white night where we slept. Yep. We went back, had dinner, went to bed. Yeah. I think we were in bed. We actually were sitting there. Um, waiting for like 10 o'clock. That's when all the, you know, the disco and whatever would start. And I'm like, we're sitting there kind of watching TV, chilling out first. And I'm like, I could really just stay here. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, I could do And I'm like, we're going to stay here. <laughs> and so again, the, the whole thing we love about the lifestyle and the people in it, I don't remember if it happened that night, but it happened several several times throughout the course of the week where we just had dinner with, with complete strangers. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I think it actually did happen that night, but you know, you walk in the restaurant, there's a couple sitting there eating and either you walk up and say, Hey, can we join you? Or they say, Hey, come join us. And we all just eat dinner and get to know each other even more. Yeah. So that never would happen at the other place. Mm -mm. (laughs) Sorry, but um, it wouldn't. So that's I I love that aspect of it. And we we had dinner with a lot of different people throughout the course of the week and met some really, really fantastic people. Yeah. Um, We did not play. Well, Carmen has this thing where whenever her body leaves the state of Illinois, it turns on the blood for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why. Friday. We we had planned this out. You were literally, you just finished what? A week week and a half. A week and a half before we're supposed to go. Perfect. Everything's going to be great. No. (laughs) So, Friday. the, The night we go to Chicago to leave. Yeah. Guess what happens? Yeah. Mother Nature rears her head. And did not end until Saturday, and we left on Sunday. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) I mean, you and I played. Of course. A little bit, but um, yeah, not not with anybody else. No. And that's that's a personal choice. You don't want to go down that road, and I don't blame you. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's people that would have no problem with it, but that's and, and your there, choice. The the one guy that was like, "Yeah, let's go," and I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Well, it it doesn't bother me," and I'm like, "But it bothers me." Right. Like, eh, no, ew. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like with you. It's not a big deal. Right. Because it's you. <laughs> but somebody that you haven't with before, no. I know. I get it. I understand. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of uh, shot a little uh, bullet in the plans for the week. But we still had a great time, and we still met some awesome, awesome people that oh we're going to keep in touch with. And Oh, God, yeah. Um, hopefully hang out in the future. There's actually some that are pretty close to us um, in neighboring states where, you know, it's only a couple hours away. And actually, I think hopefully they're, we're either going to go camping at one of their close to them or they're going to come to one of the JR's events, one yeah. of the takeovers. We've got some people that were really interested in coming over for some of those. So um, actually in both directions. Yeah. And then there was um, the the one co- 
couple that's pretty close to us. We were we actually ran into them at the airport. Oh yeah, absolutely. And they're like, well, you know, not sure what our next adventure is going to be, where we're going to go, but we're kind of looking to plan something. And we're like, hey, we're going on the cruise in April. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think they're going to check that out. Yep, definitely. And and we're already, you know, we've got communication set up, so we'll we'll stay in contact with everybody. And it's, I don't know, I. I if you're if you're listening to the show and you're in the lifestyle, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you're not in, it's hard to explain it. You just make these bonds immediately that these are people we're going to know for a long time. Um, yeah. You know, I, we've got people that we've been to desire with. I'm probably never going to see them again, but we we're friends on Facebook. I, I see them all the time on online, you know. Yeah. And we do communicate. And you know, what? if they ever came up to the area you have a room at our house. Yep, absolutely. So it, it really was just one of those. And this one was different because, like I said, we were there all together at the same time. We got to meet so many people over the course of that week and hang out with them and actually spend some time talking to them. It was really, really a unique event. The one thing I will say about that, though, I noticed, and I don't know if this was because of the weather and the coldness of the water or whatnot, but... It took people a little longer to get naked at the pool. I noticed that. I, I think it did yeah. anyway. It took a couple of days. Some, in, I mean, there was you know naked here, naked there. But for everybody to really get comfortable and go for it, it took uh, two or three days. And I have a theory. But I will say I don't even think it took. I don't think a lot of people even got fully nude. That's true. Well, you had yeah, you had every aspect yeah. of it, just like you do anywhere else. Right. You got some people that, that kept I didn't get on. fully nude. Um yeah, yeah, except up on our balcony. On our balcony I did, but not yeah. not in our room. Or not out in the pool. Yep. So you had but you had some yeah, I had lady, some shit going on. lady stuff going on down there, so it's understandable. Um my theory is is when you go to a place like a desire or hedonism or wherever. Well, hedonism doesn't count because you have to be nude, but um, when you go to one of those places, you've got people that have been there for five days already. They're comfortable. You've got people that have been there for seven days. They're comfortable. So they're already naked. They're already out there. So you just jump in and join the crowd. Here, everybody got there on Tuesday, and everybody's kind of feeling out the water and going, okay, who's going to get naked? Who's, who's going to be the first one off? <laughs> who's going to jump off first? So I think it did take a couple of days for everybody just to get comfortable and say, all right, fuck it. Yeah. Taking it off. I think so. So I would agree with that. Yeah. That was just a little, it, it, nothing bad about it, just a little different way it happened this time. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, to Richard, Lauren, Kat, oh my God, Kat, woman, you ran your ass off. <laughs> um, and all the while trying to study. Yeah. Trying to study to, uh, to so, go and take her, her big uh, lawyer lady test. I don't think people, and we have, we've talked about it a couple of times and mentioned it, but if people are wondering who these people are, um, please go check out their podcast. They've got an awesome show. It's called Room 77. You can find it anywhere. Um, they do a show from, they actually live down in Mexico and they do their show from down there. Uh, it's just, uh, they're wonderful people. They, they actually went out of their way to make sure they met every single person at that hotel mm -hmm. and to make sure every single person felt comfortable and was included in everything. It was right. amazing. Um, right. and, and you know, like I said before, all the freaking pre-work that they did for this. Oh, thing shit. And yeah. And cat, cat is their intern. Yep. Catbot. <laughs> Catbot. <laughs> Catbot. 
Um, so yeah, Kat is their intern and she kept everybody running smoothly and it made sure we had every bit of information. It, it would be a party in until, you know, three, yeah. whenever in the morning. And at eight o'clock, she would have the schedule and the special dinner and whatever information. Post, posted, yeah. She's posted. posting at eight o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. When do you sleep, woman? I mean, like we go to bed at one, two o'clock because we can. You're keeping the party going. Right. <laughs> so right. and she did it with a smile. Oh, yeah. Yep. Always they, they with all a did. smile. All three of them. Did. Yeah. It was, you know, it was I again, can't fathom the amount of running and stress and, you know, a lot of things. There, there was a lot of stuff beyond their control. You know, people would cancel and they'd have to fill in something at the last second and they did it. And. That's just Mexico, though. That's kind of the way things operate down there sometimes. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the catamaran. We would, it yeah. finally, the, the skies looked like it was going to dump. It was going to storm. And I'm sitting at the pool with another lady, and we're looking at the sky going, that is lightning out there. I don't want to go. And it was like, as soon as it was time for the catamaran, it cleared off. And, and it didn't rain. And yeah, so we went rain. out. We snorkeled. We came back, um, and then as soon as we got back, it started pouring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went and did our, our snorkeling trip. Unfortunately, Carmen did not get to see a sea turtle again. Um, we did see, well, we saw some really cool stuff in the water. We saw yeah. a stingray pretty up close. Yeah. Our guide pointed that out to us, so we got to, to see that really cool. Um, a lot of different fish this time. A lot of reds, I noticed, in the, in the fish. Um, but the one thing we saw that blew everybody's mind is camels we did we saw camels we pulled up on a beach and part of the catamaran trip was we went out snorkeling and then we came back and we pulled up and, and uh hit a swimming beach for a while so people could get out and kind of mingle and drink a little bit but one of the before we got to that swimming beach we pulled up on this other beach because there was camels on the beach <laughs> like, wouldn't have thunk that hang on there's not camels down here <laughs> yeah so yeah, that was pretty cool. And our we we are out on the catamaran, and one of our guides, yeah, she speaks very good English. We're like, huh? Where are you from? Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> she's a snorkeling guy. Well, scuba diving guide. This was her first snorkeling trip. Yeah, but she's from Michigan. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> she's a Midwesterner. Right. So yeah, had welcome, a great time. Welcome to the small world. Yeah. So that is Mexico. In a nutshell, getting out of Mexico was actually very, very easy. No, no, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not. You didn't talk about um, the playroom. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they had set up a, a playroom for everybody to go and use, and it had uh, the the cross in there. I forget the name of the cross, but you know what I mean, the cross. with The, the Iron Cross. It's, yeah, with the belt buckles and yeah. stuff and they had some other contraptions in there and some beds and everything so carmen had her floggers with her a couple of them we decided to take them down there one night well one lady um actually it was a guy a gentleman we were talking up in the disco area and he said i'm gonna come and grab you when we're ready to go down would you introduce me to your floggers yeah yep of course absolutely you're always willing to help yeah so he had never been flogged. She had never been flogged. And then there was another guy that he had never been flogged. Right. Um, so, yeah. 
So you um, introduced them all. I did. I introduced them all. And um, and then there was another young lady who wanted to learn how to flog. So you volunteered me. Yeah. <laughs> so she flogged me. Right. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, I think people, everyone, uh, well, at least I know two of the three that you flogged were like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> they really kind of sparked their interest a little bit. Yeah. And they said that that's something that they would explore later. Yep. So that was fun. Yeah. A yeah, lot of fun. The playroom was actually really cool. The way they had it set up. There was a glory hole. I did not go in. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard stories about it. <laughs> yep. There was a glory hole. There was, um, they built a cage with, um, with cuffs on the floor yeah, and that was cool. on the, in the top of the cage um, where then you're strapped in and then people can just be in and touch you and you can't move. You can't go anywhere. Right. Um, that was really neat. They had a couple beds in there and then they had the the chair. The multi-use chair. Yeah, it was... I, I don't know that I'd call it a chair. But it's it was kneeling. Really neat. You can either kneel, you can stir up. Um, one person can be kneeling while the other person is on their back. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a multi-use cradle. Don't know what else to call it. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We might have to look into where they got that. Where would we store that? I don't know. Just tell the kids it's something else. We can make something up. We can't. <laughs> There's no hiding that contraption, honey. What's that big blanket in the corner? I don't know. It's the Christmas <laughs> that's, tree? That's a new cat bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was a fantastic time. Uh, and, again, uh, thank you to our hosts and, and thank you to everybody that was there that made the trip special. It was just a lot of fun. Now, what were you saying about getting out of Mexico? Oh, getting out of Mexico was a breeze this time. Yeah, again, it was. We got yeah. well, we got upgraded on our, our transport. And USA Transfers, they do this all the time. They're like, oh, we're going to upgrade you. Here's a, It's a free upgrade. Just sign here. They sent a, a giant Cadillac Escalade, you know, six-passenger luxury. VIP. Luxury SUV for us. And we're sitting in the back of that. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, but we had, if you go to Mexico and it's your first time, make sure you... Do your user ID and password for doing your pre-screening COVID tests. Yeah. Or not COVID tests, but questionnaire, health questionnaire. Health questionnaire, yep. um, You do have to do it in order to get out. You have to have a QR code. Um, but we already had ours, so trying to fight with the the Wi-Fi situation at, at the, at the airport terrible. is awful. Yep. So do that in advance. Um, but yeah, we had... It was no problem getting through the lines there. And even when yeah. we got back to the States, there was like no lines. And well, we landed at eight o'clock on a Sunday night, too. O'Hare's not very busy at that time. So, yeah, by the time we actually got off the plane, it was like 830 at night. Yep. We were tired. Yeah, it was a long day. Got home at midnight. <laughs> home at midnight. I went to work the next morning. Carmen had the day off. So she recouped a little but ended up having to go to the grocery store because we cleaned the house out of food before we left. We didn't want anything to go bad. Well, and then also unpacking and laundry. Yeah, it was taking care of all that stuff and then 
Now we're back to real life. Yeehaw. Nah, no. <laughs> it's such a downer. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. That's all right. We're 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 looking forward to the cruise in April, and then uh, after that, who knows? Uh, then we'll be into summer again. But we've got, obviously, hotel takeovers before then and all kinds of fun stuff coming up. Oh, hotel takeovers. Um, there's, you know, parties with friends. We're having friends things or friendsgiving yep you know just just all kinds of different stuff yeah a lot, of, a lot of things on the docket as always so so it'll go by fast until our next one yeah so yeah un- unfortunately the the play situation over the week didn't happen but that's all right because like i said we still had a great time we still met a lot of cool people and we'll see what the future brings lots of stuff Lots of stuff. That is going to wrap up this. Uh, what were you going to say something? Nothing. Oh, I thought I heard you say something. Getting ready to. Okay. No, that's breathing. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. We thank you guys for listening, and we would love to hear from you. Please reach out. It's MidwestThreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E, at gmail.com. And, of course, you can find us on Facebook under Midwest Menage a Trois. We're on SLS. Our username on there is Lake S Couple. So please reach out and let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. A big, big, big thank you to Room 77 and everything that they did for this week. It was fantastic, guys. Well done. And I'm sure they've got more events. Actually, I know they've got more events coming up. So check them out. Make sure you listen to their show. And uh, if if you want book an event because it's a good time yeah they've got antigua coming up yeah unfortunately that one coincides with a different cruise for us so we won't be able to go on that one yeah that's a work event for me so it's not even fun it'll be fun whatever (laughs) vanilla i know (laughs) gotta do it all right guys we will see you next week we'll be back with an all-new show until then bye-bye